Welcome to the In the Limelight podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa Bird, and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people that I get to meet all over the world. I interview public figures, influencers, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, millionaires, and moguls that share their know-how, tipping points, pivotal moments, and life lessons. I promise you educative, empowering, and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience. Don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com. That way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out. And you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out inthelimelightmedia.com. Hey everybody, it's Clarissa here. We are back in the limelight with yet another extraordinary entrepreneur. I am very thrilled to have her on with us today because she is going to be a part of, with her very own show, the In the Limelight television uh, channel. So really cool stuff going on today. I do want to remind you that the podcast can be heard on Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. We've got it over on Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Podbean. The television, this video, you'll be able to see it uh, over on not only YouTube, but we are on Binge Networks, Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google, Daily Motion, and another hundred smart television apps. Uh, pressreader.com. I do want to remind everyone to get over to pressreader.com. It is the largest publication aggregator on the planet. And we are thrilled to be on there with In the Limelight with Clarissa, Intelligent Media for the Savvy Entrepreneur with Lady Carnarvon on the cover. And as you know, this is the lady along with her lord in England that own Downton Abbey, otherwise known as High Clear Castle. So get over there or you can also read it on clarissabert.com. Uh, my news desk, great friends, new friends. I've been working with them for some months now. And this is the way that I get out all the news of what's happening here at In the Limelight uh, Multimedia to all the journalists around the world. We get out news releases and press releases. So thrilled to the collaboration with them. All right. Without further ado, I'm going to bring on Dr. Franchelle Hamilton. There she is. She is going to be having her own show. We're so excited because we've been working behind the scenes, Franchelle, for, I don't know, a couple of months now. Yes. Getting you ready and getting the background and getting the lighting, getting the microphones and getting everything ready for your show. Yes. I love your story. We're going to be talking about your book. We're going to be talking about the show. But I love also the fact that you you consider medicine, alternative medicine, uh, a transformational process and really a mindset. Walk us down that path a minute as to why you decided to take the path that you did in medicine. Yeah. So I was trained traditional medicine, MD, went to medical school, went to residency. My background is bariatric surgery and weight loss surgery and cosmetics. And that's kind of where my transformation and my kind of different pathways kind of grew into that. I had a lot of patients when dealing with their weight loss struggle, also had to deal with a lot of other struggles. It wasn't just their weight, their outward appearance. It was how they felt about themselves, um, depression, anxiety, like a lot of things that they were struggling with that right. was part of their weight, but kind of unrelated to their weight. Right. And I realized during that journey in private practice that in order for someone to truly be healthy, and you don't learn this necessarily in medical school, you have to really treat, truly treat the whole person. So it's not just the disease that they're presenting yeah. with, hypertension, yep. cholesterol, weight. 
you have to look at their environment, kind of other things or strongholds, I call them, that they're struggling with, their mental state. Like yeah. if you want to truly treat patients, you really have to treat the whole patient. And honestly, I think that's the only way to go. Right. So did you have to go down when you were in your studies, did you go down like a psychiatry or a psychology path in order to be able to affront? Because I mean, people, you know, they, they, they show up with all kinds of different reasons behind why they might have gotten sick, right? Correct. Correct. And, and honestly, I got a, my undergrad is in psychology. So I think that's why I had the inkling to kind of think that way. But to be honest, we don't learn that in medical school. The psychiatry that we learn in medical school is how to treat bipolar, how to treat depression, anxiety, what are the receptors going off and what are the appropriate meds. We don't really address kind of some, a lot of the outside factors that are affecting so many medical conditions. I would argue that there are so many medical conditions that are related to environment and mental health much more than the actual disease in the person. And I think that mindset has to be treated first, hence why I wanted to kind of start the show and talk about all the therapies, traditional and alternative. You have to do both. Absolutely. And I wouldn't want to argue with you, but I would argue that your argument is right. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely say, yes, I would definitely say a lot of it is coming from uh, your environment. Um, You talk about the four pillars of transformation. What are they? Yeah. So I created based on my experience in my private practice, I noticed that a lot of patients roots was held in four big categories. And I'd say all patients and all providers need to look at these categories and then can break it down. So the four categories or the four pillars where I feel like strongholds and roots to their health lie include their environment, work, um, home, mental, like where are they at mentally, emotionally, Uh, medical, right? Because people can have things that develop from medical and that includes their genetics. So that has to be taken into account. And then behavior. What is their behavior that they may not even know are their routine behaviors that they do every day? So once you are as a patient, because we're all patients, you need to find where this high cholesterol weight, where is it rooted? Which pillar is it rooted in? And then I feel like we can break it down from there. So that's why I created the four pillars in the four, four categories. Pillars. Yeah, absolutely. I want to take a look at your book. If you could show it to us, it's a transformation uh, is a mindset, the journey to change your input and your world. Let's take a Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Love, 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 love that. Yeah, absolutely. And so the mm-hmm. mindset being, how is it that when you're working with a patient, you start the process of helping them change the mindset around, you know, taking care of their own health? Yes, absolutely. So I feel like it has to start there. So how does people, how do people feel about certain things? How, what is their motivation? What is their why? I think before you just dive into treatments, and this is across the board, specifically with weight, you have to figure out why do they want to do this? Is it strong? Do they have kind of a backdrop to why they want to do this? And you need to tap into that first because that why or that motivation is going to carry them throughout the process? Have they had anything that's happened in the past that would be preventing them from reaching right. their goal on what they want to do with health? You have to address right. that first. So is it is it really, you know, the, the mindset or lack thereof that got them on the journey to, you know, 
extreme weight gain that then you work on and sort of, you know, sort of reverse that process with them? Yeah. So that's the way it works. And that's the way I do in my, in my, in my practice. So I figure out what their strongholds are. For example, a lot of my patients have some bad eating habits. Weight gain, mind you, is not always bad eating habits. That is one of the factors. There's genetics. There's other things going on. Hormones. But their eating habits trigger certain bad behaviors. Patients right. need to know why, what their triggers are. So that's in the mind. So if right. I had a bad day, if I'm mad at a friend and I go eat, you need to be able to realize that and realize why do you do that to make right. you feel better? What are you yeah. trying to do there? That's a mindset thing. Yeah. So what was it that made you want to go down this path in the first place? So here you are, you're studying, you're going to school, you know, you're probably going through, you know, all the things you're supposed to do that they tell you you need to do. But at yes. a certain point you niched, right? You went into down up this, this very specific, and as I said, niche path. What was the deciding factor for you? So essentially what decided it for me was one, it was not until I got into my actual private practice. So I did all the things that I needed to do to kind of finish med school, finish my surgery residency. And then it wasn't until I got into my private practice and I was doing traditional medicine in my private practice because that's the way I was taught. And I kept seven years in, I noticed that I had a lot of weight regain in my surgeries. We, I ended up doing revisions on my surgeries. And I had to ask at some point, why do I keep doing revisions? They did the psychology test that they needed. They had the nutrition training. And then essentially that wasn't enough for them. So I was missing the boat. So I had to go and figure out why a lot of my patients came to me and saying they were having uh, work issues or relationship issues or certain things like that. And that is what I was like, there's something more to this weight loss than just the diet and just the exercise. There are yeah. environmental factors that affect them. There yeah. is emotional factors. And so that's what kind of made me tap into that. Mm hmm. What is it that some people, I mean, you know, what is it that, cause I, I know, you, you know, you and I had a conversation about, you know, my, my specific case as well, but what are some of the things that people can do, you know, already from home that would help them with mindset or weight loss or any of the above? Yeah. So one of the things that I tell my patients is they need to almost do like so step one is self-identification and self-awareness. Who are you? What do you want? And you need to be able to identify unhealthy habits that you have that you want to get rid of. Like I said, a lot of my patients don't realize that they made boredom eat. So they are just bored. Like a lot of people over the pandemic working from home. So they have like a bowl sitting in front of them or near them. And they're just eating because they're bored. So unhealthy habits need to be recognized. And yeah. that starts with self-awareness. So anybody can do this at home. Just identify right. what your unhealthy habits are. And more importantly, identify what triggers those unhealthy habits. So why do you yeah. go for the ice cream or the cookies? Right. Like what's right. the why? So that's step yeah. one. Well, sugar, probably. <laughs> I know it was sugar for me because it would light up my brain and it would make me feel better. It tasted good and it made me feel better. Thank the, you know, thank the heavens above. I finally did have the, you know, the strength to cut out all sugars and go into all, you know, alternative sugars, mostly stevia. But I tell you, uh, for, I can't even tell you how many years sugar, regular white cane, you know, refined or whatever the heck you want to go down that, call yes. it. Uh, had its grip on me yes. and it was a true addiction. Yeah. Uh, and so that was not an easy thing to do. A lot uh, of people, to come off it, recognized yeah. it. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and what do you say to people that are emotional? I'm an emotional eater. I'm not a boredom eater because I'm very rarely bored, but that emotional stuff, that'll get you too. Yes. You know, you're absolutely right. And a lot of these emotional eaters actually do go to sugars or chips or whatever it is. It's usually not good things. So I usually tell my patients, once you recognize you're an emotional eater, because some people don't even want to admit to that is identify what your triggers are. So if you, is it having a bad day? Is it a spouse? Is it a friend? Is it a, you know what I'm saying? And once you identify what the trigger is, we need to find alternatives, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of going to the ice cream or the cookies, we come up with ideas on what else can you do? Like make a list at home of what right. else can you do whenever you're upset? That That's would satisfy you. Right. Yes. Because I mean, you can't put a celery stick to me next to yes. a chocolate cookie because I know what I'm going to choose. Right. Exactly. So we have to find those things. And I have, I think, I think I have gotten to a really good point where I can find things that don't have the sugar, but you know, might have a little bit more in the way of calories or a little bit more fat, but the sugar was my main focus and I got rid of that. I was so proud of myself, Franchelle, for doing that. I have to tell you because it was not an easy path, but can be done. It's not but easy. can be done. Yes. Yeah, not easy, but can be done. And that's why I, I know your uh, your clients love working with you because I'm not saying you know, it's an easy path, but certainly you help them, uh, you hold their hand on that path, which is always very comforting, I'm sure. Uh, What do you mean when you say surgery on the mind of surgery on the mind? It's exactly this concept. So I kind of make all my patients do surgery on the mind. So when we talk at the first consultations, we identify a lot of unhealthy strongholds that's kind of holding them back to their full potential. And again, it's relatable in so many different areas. And so when I say surgery on the mind, I do surgery on the mind first. Let's dissect what's going on in your world first that's unhealthy, past hurts that need to be dealt with, things that you're holding on to or holding in that need to be let go. So yeah. that's those are little things that I talk about. Believe it or not, that's related to people being able to obtain their goal and maintain their weight loss. It's yeah. imperative to yeah. find that out. Yeah. And, you know, I think that one of the most important things that I would offer up is that, you know, hey, it's going to be a little bit of work. Sometimes the stuff you've stuffed down, you only stuffed so much. And then it's going to start coming back up and you're going to have to deal with it sooner or later. So, uh, and some of it is so freeing and so liberating uh, and probably, and I'm going to say in most cases, easier to deal with than you think. Yes. uh, Because you have different tools in the shed that you did 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Uh, You got past that relationship, like whatever it is, you know, I say, go for it. Just, just, you know, dive in and do the work because yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, your books. Okay. We saw your book already and I know that you are now creating this show pretty much, you know, they, they, they walk hand in hand, but I wanted to understand, you know, as busy as you are as a doctor treating your patients, the importance for you to be able to get the word out and your message out in a bigger and better way through media, which you've done yes. an amazing job on, uh, and the creation of this show. And I want you to tell everybody what the name of the show is, why you're creating it, and who's going to be not only your perfect guest, but who is the perfect audience. So the show name is Examining Medicine from Traditional to Alternative and Beyond. And I'm really excited about it because you're exactly right. I think that there just needs to be more awareness of healthcare in general and what it means to be healthy. A lot of people have the idea of, oh, just because I don't have that disease that they're talking about on TV or diabetes or hypertension, I'm healthy. And healthy is actually social 
emotional, mental, behavioral. It's way more than just not having a disease. So I'm excited to get the word out there. And because I think people need to look at it that way because that's the way it needs to be treated by all providers. You need to treat all aspects of health and that's how people are made whole. And that's the goal of this show. So the show is pretty much for everyone. The audience is, um, we focus on all different types of health topics, how you can become whole and well and truly live well, because if you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to live well. And we look at all aspects of health. We look at traditional medicine. So there may be topics like if people have topics on vaccines, hot topics that I feel like the audience right. needs to know. Right. And we will also talk about alternative therapies for people who don't want to take prescription medications for their hypertension or even for their weight loss or cholesterol. We'll talk about other ways to treat medical problems that are not necessarily the traditional way to go. So it's going to be in a combination of both. I think it's exciting and it's really just to inform people of kind of different aspects of health. It doesn't have to be the traditional and a great guest would be different perspectives on how to treat certain health conditions. So I have yoga therapists showing how you can heal depression and anxiety or people doing different meditation techniques to resolve their hypertension. I mean, there's just showing just a different way, so to speak, a better way. Diet and nutrition also. Nutrition yes, is of course. very helpful. Of and course. So that is a really cool way about coming at, you know, coming at uh, this, this show and just sort of opening it up straight across the board because yes. it's not just traditional and it's not just alternative as most things are. You decided to be, I think, really intelligent about it and just merge the two, meld the two and see what, you know, see what pans out, see how it goes and what resonates, I think, with you as a doctor. Also, certainly with the guest you're speaking to, you might even have more than one guest. You might have panels on uh, at the same, you know, all at the same time because you'll be using StreamYard much like I do. But, um, you know, just the idea that you'll be able to talk about, take a subject and then come at it with a bunch of different angles and then hopefully come out in the end with, you know, with, with really great information for people to be able to also make their own choices. Yes. Yes. And decisions. I, that is definitely the goal. Just different I think that I think that is really great. All right. We're going to tell everybody where they can find you. First of all, you, yeah, everyone you see on the ticker below, Dr. F Hamilton.com. Get over to the website, get a lot more information like I did this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also go over onto all of uh, French Hell, Dr. French Hell's uh, social. So it's a uh, Dr. F. Hamilton on Twitter. It is Dr. Franchelle Hamilton on LinkedIn. You could find her on YouTube. A Better Way, W-E-I-G-H. See what yes. she did there, everybody? See what she did there? A Better Way over on uh, YouTube and Instagram, Dr. F. Hamilton. Facebook, again, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, uh, Hamilton, A Better Way, W-E-I-G-H, Center. Mm-hmm. How awesome is all of this? I'm thrilled for you, thrilled for the show that's going to be yes. on in the, the, the limelight uh, channel. And uh, we'll be putting out again, we'll be putting out more information when you're ready to launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would like to uh, le- ask you if you have any parting words for our, our audience before we say goodbye. No, I'm just excited about the opportunity. So thank you for that to kind of get the word out there on health. And I hope I can re- we can reach together with my panelists and the show and your network. We can reach several thousands of people and help them with all their health issues. So I'm excited. 
I know. We're really excited over here too. Well, Dr. Franchelle, thank you so much for your time this morning. I'm going to ask you to stay right there while I say goodbye to everyone else and give them an appointment for yet another extraordinary entrepreneur here on uh, In the Limelight with Clarissa. We'll be talking to you again all soon. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the In the Limelight podcast, intelligent media for the savvy entrepreneur. You can listen to this and all of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Inspired News Radio. You'll find all of my videos and the In the Limelight digital magazine on clarissabert.com. And don't forget to connect with me on social pretty much anywhere. Stay well until we meet again in the limelight. Okay.